So I just finished editing the podcast and I'm like super pumped because this is taken from a Facebook Live that I did, basically what to do before you move to the city. If you're anything like me, my decision was I would either take an eight-week cruise ship contract or move to the city. Now, I scoured Amazon.com for books, Kay Callen had How to Sell Yourself as an Actor, and the New York Agent book. Now, those were my Bibles before I moved to the city. But there is a ton of stuff that you can do as well to prep before you go there, so you just don't feel like you're a sitting duck. Especially if you're graduating senior, this is an awesome podcast to listen to. So without further ado, here you go. Hey everybody, my name is Michelle Dyer, and this is my version of what to do before you move to New York City. So if you're in a situation like me, either you're just graduating school, or you're working your theme park job for the summer, or you're on a cruise ship, or you're in summer stock, or being an apprentice, and you cannot wait to move to the city, or you're just sitting in your home in the Midwest, and you're like, I'm gonna move to the city in eight weeks, I'm so excited, what do I do? Here's my two cents. What to do or what to know before you go. Do your research. You're gonna have a ton of time right now, right? So you're gonna do your research on every Broadway show that ever existed. PBS's Broadway, The American Musical, is an amazing series. They've got a book, they've got CDs, so definitely watch that. I know you probably took musical theater history at school, and um, that was lovely, I'm sure, but there is a ton of musical theater out there that you need to research. And even though you're a pop rock person, you definitely need to research the traditional musical theater stuff. You also need to look into plays if you are strictly musical theater and you never really did theater before, you really, really need to do your research. Um, read as many plays as you can. Go to your school library, your public library. You can order things from your public library. Those are fantastic resources. So as, do as much research as you can on shows because that's a huge, huge resource. Even if you want to keep track of something, I don't know if you're an electronic person or you prefer doing it on paper, but write a little summary of each show, right? Like write a little synopsis just for yourself. Rephrase it, paraphrase it into your words, just so you'll remember what happened. And you've got all this downtime right now, so it's the perfect time to do your research. Teachers, classes, oh my gosh. The wealth of information that is out there right now. So if you don't know what teachers and what classes that you're gonna take when you move to the city, now is a perfect time to research. And for dance, obviously, BDC, Broadway Dance Center, and STEPS are fantastic places to start. Go on their website, look at what classes they have. If you're advanced musical theater, obviously you're going to take Andy Blankenbuehler's class. You're gonna see when he teaches. If you're an actor who moves, you're gonna take some actor who moves classes, right? Even if you're just an actor who never wants to dance ever, ever again and it terrifies you, you need to get into your body and learn some type of movement. So these classes, anything that terrifies you is good for growth, right, class-wise. So if you're like me and improv absolutely terrifies you, that's what you need to look into. Look into improv classes in the city and research these kind of things because that's what's gonna get you on top of your game. For vocal coaches, voice teachers, if you're like me, I moved to the city and didn't know anybody. So what you can do though is research, say you know your Sutton Foster type. 
go on, research Sutton Foster vocal coach or Sutton Foster voice teacher. And I remember reading about one of her voice teachers and I went on their website and I like inquired about studying with her. She is a voice teacher and there was a studio. You wouldn't exactly study with her. You'd study with one of her people within her studio that teaches the same techniques. And I didn't do it because I was too afraid. And I look back now, I'm like, why didn't I do it? This is the whole reason you moved to the city is to get the best of the best. So you are worth it. Take the time, do your research and study with the best of the best while you're there get the best techniques, get the best teachers. Look for vocal coaches. There are so many resources out there you really need to check out. Um, connect with alumni. Oh, and studios too. Research the Actor Studio or HB Studios or T. Schreiber. Research all these different studios and what type of classes they have. Call them, talk to them, look on their website. These are awesome opportunities now to get all that research done before you even moved to the city so you can totally hit the ground running. I mean, open up a backstage. That <laughs> basically, it gives you a ton of advertisements for studios and teachers and space. So do your research. Also, you wanna research, some colleges are doing this now and I think it's such a gift. They send you with a professional headshot. So like your senior year, my school currently now has a photographer come in and everybody gets a headshot, which is like amazing. If you don't have a professional headshot moving into the city, you definitely wanna research headshot photographers because that is one of the first tools that you need when you move to the city. So Reproductions has a fantastic website that you can go on and you can look at different photographers' books online. Yes, they also have, when you go to the city, you can go into the physical reproductions building and look through their physical books. But while you're still at home and not in the city, go online and look at the books of the photographers. See what type of photographers that you like. See whose work speaks to you and you like the way that person has their makeup done because different photographers work with different makeup artists and have different looks and is this casual or is it too posy for you or is this not the type that you're going for? So these are the type of things that you want to research. Um, you can call photographers and like set up appointments with them. If you know you're moving to the city on May 15th, then set up three photographer appointments that week to meet with people. Let's get the ball rolling, people. You're not just going to move there and sit in your room for a week. Do all this research now so when you get there, you can hit the ground running. Connect with alumni. Now, you know, Facebook is fantastic to have connections with people and you can connect with people on LinkedIn and maybe your school has an alumni group for people in New York City um, and hopefully you can find a sublet through that alumni group, right? But even people like your dentist daughter moved to the city five years ago, get her number. I'm serious. You never know who's going to be a good connection and who's going to have some experience. Even if you just go out to coffee and be like, hey, I just moved to the city. I go to your dad for a dentist. Can we meet for coffee? And can I just pick your brain? So make these connections. It might be a little scary because you don't know people, but make these connections because it, they, she could have an amazing hookup for somebody who has a sublet, or she could tell you about some awesome temp opportunity that you didn't even know about, our personal assistant opportunity. You never know, so just make those connections and kind of keep those connections and cultivate them a little. Do your research. So, like I said, if you are moving to the city, like hopefully, I'm preaching the choir here, you probably already have housing or are looking for housing. So you want a sublet, which is when someone has a lease, 
and they go away either on tour or on a job, then you can sublease, sublet that apartment from that person because they don't want to pay rent while they're not living there. So hopefully someone from your school or someone from a theater that you've worked with before or a theme park that you worked with before or something, your dentist's daughter has a sublet, has a friend who needs a sublet. You just want to find a sublet that you're comfortable with in an area you're comfortable with. So research different areas. I lived in Astoria and it was awesome, but the prices have totally shot up since then. So research different areas of the city. It's changing all the time. Research transportation. You're gonna be going to Midtown a lot. So <laughs> find a place that has easy transportation to Midtown. Research areas, different areas in the city and different things you're interested in. Go on Craigslist and look at different apartment rents. Just kind of get you in the ballpark of what you're going to be paying for rent. Hopefully you're not going to have to move to the city and sign a lease right away. Hopefully you can sublet ideally, ideally in a few different areas. Maybe you can sublet for three months on the Upper West Side. Maybe you can sublet for three months in Astoria. Maybe sublet for three months in Brooklyn. You just want to try different areas and see if you like them. Even if you Airbnb a week from a place that you think you might want to live, it's kind of worth it just to make the investment, get used to the neighborhood, get used to the commute, see what it's like, see how safe you feel. These things are really, really important. So research your different areas. Paper trade auditions, okay. So in trading, stock market, they call paper trading like using fake money to make trades. So <laughs> I was sitting in my college reading backstage every week. So it would come out and I would look at all the auditions that were happening and I would get so depressed that I couldn't be able to go to them. When I was in college, I didn't even know I'm backstage. There's a thing that says submit PNR and I actually had to ask someone what PNR was. That means submit your picture and resume for those of you who are like me when I was back then. But um, <laughs> so what you're gonna do is you're gonna paper trade your auditions. This is an amazing experience. So you're gonna wanna have some type of recording mechanism for your auditions. So you're either gonna use an Excel spreadsheet or you're gonna write them down. And there's just something about writing stuff down that connects with you. It's just, it's so good to write things down, especially your goals. So if you wanna write down your auditions, what you're gonna do is if you get backstage, you can cut it out. If you get the paper, cut it out, or if you get it online, print out the audition you're gonna put it down. So you wanna write down what you would sing. You're gonna write down your full song or your 16 bar cut. You're gonna write down what you would wear and you're gonna write down what picture and resume you would submit, okay? So these are the things, hopefully you just have one picture and resume, but some people have two, especially guys with facial hair, non-facial hair. Kind of paper trade your auditions. Go through your head and be like, wicked six month EPA is coming up. This is what I would sing or even better, a summer stock season. They have five different shows that are totally different. You're gonna to wanna to be like, okay, what's my first choice song? What's my second choice song? It might be a 16 bar cut. Here's my up tempo, here's my ballad. Paper trade your auditions. Get this stuff in your brain and get used to deciding this kind of stuff because when it comes to the city, it's gonna be like second nature. You don't wanna be stressing out, oh my gosh, what am I gonna sing? What am I gonna wear? What am I gonna wear to my dancer call? You wanna get this stuff taken care of and you wanna have like second nature. And you can even go to your professors if you're still in school and be like, hey, can we look at auditions once a week? Why don't we go through my audition book? And I'll tell you what I think I would sing or submit for and you can tell me if you can think I'm on the right path. That would be an awesome opportunity. Define your type. I know it's really hard. 
when I moved to the city and I feel like a lot of people felt like me, like I can do anything, right? I can do musical theater, traditional. I can do pop. I can do contemporary. I can do the lead in this. I can do a supporting role. But what I found out my type was, was I was understudy to the lead. I was ensemble, understudy to the lead. And that was my bread and butter because I could kick my face and sing a high C, so I was great in the ensemble, but then I would understudy the lead and I would get that understudy experience and I would get to do the understudy rehearsals and all that. So, and they saw that on my resume, so they knew I was a good understudy, or at least I could handle it, or at least I've done it before. But you kind of find your niche and you kind of don't know that. Coming from college, you might be one sort of type because your school might need you to be that type and fit in that space because they need that type of person for these type of shows but once you get out in the big world the real world the big pond you might fit into a different type or you might be something that you're not aware of but try to nail down your type as much as possible before you leave and again talk with your teachers they're going to be a little biased because they might need you to be this when you might think you're this but um try to go through every single show Say, who would I play in this show? Who would I play in this show? What would I sing for these auditions? Write that down. Go through it, journal it, because you're going to want to look back on that. And that goes back to doing your research. If you don't know the apple tree, how do you know what you're going to sing and how do you know what your role you're going to go in for in that audition? And some of these summer stock seasons, some of them do some pretty popular shows and then one rando thrown in there. So instead of having to research, 10 shows a week when summer stock auditions come out. Get your little notebook. Oh, apple tree. I know what I am in that. Let me, uh, I researched that last year. Let me look. Do, 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 do. Oh, I'm XYZ. And I said I would sing XYZ. Great. Let me pull that out of my book. Okay. So that's what you want to do. Oh, and you want to get your book ready. So three ring binder, non-glare sheets, get your little posties and get your little mechanical pencil, get your audition bag ready. Okay. Get your book ready because you're going to want to hit the ground running. Work on your book. Okay. So I talked about your little three ring, one inch three ring binder with the non-glare sheets. That's my preference. I used the little mini post-its and I would keep 10 of them in the back of my book because I would go into the audition and I have my song, my three minute song, and then it would be 32 bars. So I would go, I would put start on one postie and stop on the next postie. So I'd be like, start and then stop. And I mark my 32 bar cut. And then an hour later, I did the addition. They're like, oh, we're going to 16 bars. What do I do? Take the postie, start, stop, move my posties. Because if you mark it with a pen or with a black marker, what are you going to do? Remark up your music 10 times? No, 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 no. Make it easy on yourself. Use your little posties. You'll be fine for every single audition, every single audition. You should have a full song ready. You should have for every show an up tempo and a ballad. You should have a 16 bar cut and you should have an eight bar cut. You should have all of this for a traditional musical theater show, for a contemporary musical theater show, for a pop rock musical theater show. So if you don't have all that and you're like, what do I do? Where do I start? If you don't have, I'm sure you've used these in college, the Singer's Musical Theater Anthology from Hal Leonard. They have accompaniment CDs, and I think you can do online downloads now, which is fantastic. Go look it up. Do your research.
There's a soprano, there's a mezzo-soprano, there's a tenor, there's a baritone. They have all different kinds. They have duets books, they've got single. Just go look at the Howell Leonard books, the Singer's Musical Theater Anthology books. If you do not have them, try to order them from the library, copy as much music out of them as you can even imagine or that you would think, ooh, this song kind of looks interesting, copy it at the library. They're great, great resources, so do all your research and look through every single book, pull any songs that you think are interested and learn them because they have an accompaniment CDs, which are fantastic. So you can kind of sing through the song, hear the accompaniment, get used to it. It's awesome. Get your outfits ready. Ooh, I like this one. So you're doing your little paper trading auditioning, right? One of the categories is what would I wear? So if you don't have an audition dress or for the dudes, an audition outfit, black pants and a button up that you like, <laughs> go shopping. You can shop online. You can search solid dresses with, if you want lace, if you want non-lace, if you want, I don't know, leopard print, which might be obnoxious, but might work for some shows. When I went to the city, I moved to the city, and I went to actually an anthropology, and I kind of told them what I was looking for. And it's funny, I'm wearing blue right now. Um, they gave me a blue lace audition dress, which served me so long, and it was just so perfect for my type. Traditional musical theater, it just fit, and I felt good in it. You need to feel good in what you're wearing and feel like a million bucks. And footwear, ladies, footwear. <laughs> it was the holy grail to find these perfect audition shoes that were perfectly beige, the color of my legs, and made my legs look longer. It made me feel good, and I could walk in them and not trip in them. These are the things that you need to find. For me, it's so much easier to shop in a mall. For some reason, I'm from the Midwest. I love me a good mall because everything's right there and you can go from store to store to store. Make that a mission to find a couple outfits and the holy holy grail is an audition dress that you can just scrunch up and throw in your bag and won't wrinkle big time. So have a couple audition dresses because you have different songs. Why wouldn't you have different looks? Have your traditional, have your contemporary, have your pop rock look. You're not gonna wear a pretty little audition dress to rent, right? So think about that for all of your auditions and get prepared. Create your website. If you do not have yourname.com, go to GoDaddy right now <laughs> because that's what you need to get. You need to create your brand, okay? Branding 101. You need to create and you need to own your brand. So this is stuff that you can do before you leave. So michelledyer.com, that's my website. That is my brand. Michelle Dyer was not available on the social accounts but you can create your actor website right now. You're gonna buy your URL.com. You don't need to buy .me, .actor, .xyz. You can, you don't need to. .co, .us, buy your .com, period, exclamation point. If you don't have your .com, you can get creative, you can do .net, you can do different things, but michelledyer.com. You can add a number like michelledyer1.com or michelledyeractor.com or something, but michelledyerwebsite.com. Just think of different things that you can do or michelledyernyc.com. Those are my social media handles because Michelle Dyer was taken up on social media handles. Going back to website, you're going to need a URL and you're going to need a website. If you do not have someone who has created your website, again, some schools are sending you off with that, which is awesome and amazing gift. You're going to need a hosting plan for your website. You are going to need a contact email 
which hopefully is your name at gmail.com or info at michelledyer.com, which is your website name or contact at michelledyer.com, right? While you're in school or wherever you are performing, see if you can get clips from your performances. If you're in college, I know my school, I could pay a little bit to get a copy of those performances. So you want to get any clips that you can use on your website and just ask them. Be like, hey, I'm putting together my website. Can I use this on there? Just get clearance before you put stuff out. But you're going to want to put performance clips on your website, on your YouTube channel. Work on that. Get as many performance clips as you can. If you don't already have a video of you auditioning, now is the perfect time to do it. Because especially if you're in college, get your accompanist that you've worked with for four years, who knows you, who knows your voice. Shout out to Troy, I love you. Get someone to tape an audition, get a group of five of your friends around and get some film student to come over and tape you in a room with a piano and tape auditions. So number one, it's gonna be a good learning tool for you. You're gonna see yourself in an audition, you're gonna see what you look like, see what you sound like, see how you look, see how you act. Try on that audition outfit that you like, try on those shoes. Two, you need to have at least an audio recording out there for casting directors and agents to see you because they don't have time to go searching through your website. It needs to be clear as day on your website, performance here, or videos here, audio recordings here. You need to get those recordings and put them on your website so people can see you in action. If they don't send you out with a little tape at school, get a student to come and videotape you and five of your friends, pay an accompanist for three hours, and tape, 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 tape. Get those clips. And you're gonna post those on your YouTube channel too. Not on your website, they're gonna go on your YouTube channel. Last, talking about your social media presence, right? You are a brand now, you are a brand. You are going to clean up slash create your social media presence. Now, hopefully your social media presence isn't that racy currently, but if you have pictures in there at some cast parties that you would not be proud of your grandmother or a casting director to see, you need to clean those up right now because you never know who people are gonna be in five years. You never know who people are gonna be in 10 years. And so you can friend someone now, you went to college with them, There's some. they posted a picture of you at a party or whatever, and five, 10 years down the road, they might start dating the biggest casting director in the city. And so that biggest casting director of the city is looking over his fiance's Facebook and they're scrolling down and they see pictures of you at a party from five, 10 years ago, okay? So you wanna go and clean up your social media profiles. Take down anything you do not deem appropriate. You need to have, I know some of you might have a Facebook profile, you need to have a Facebook business page. Business page. Facebook.com slash Michelle Dyer NYC is my Facebook business page because Facebook.com slash Michelle Dyer was taken up. I think if you have like 25 or 35 likes on your business page, then you can name the URL and that's what you wanna do. Also, you need to have a Twitter account. I don't care if you use it or not, you need to have a Twitter account because 
Um, you're going to have fans. You want to create a following. You want to create a brand and a presence. If anyone, anyone tweets about a show that you were in or tweets at you and says, congratulations, that was a great performance, posts a picture about meeting you at the stage door, you want to interact with them and thank you and be so gracious because these are your fans and you are just so thankful that they are coming to see you and you want producers to know that you are a gracious person and you want your fans to know that you are so, so thankful that they came, spent their time, spent their money to come see you. And then they'll be yours for life, right? Like, oh my gosh, if I tweeted Audra McDonald and she tweeted me back for life, for life. I mean, I already love you, Audra. I already love Audra McDonald. But like, if there was some interaction there, oh my gosh, like through the moon, absolutely through the moon. So you want to create your brand. You want to be gracious to people. And Twitter is such a great way to interact with people. It's just a great way to have a social media presence. Obviously, you want to follow Lin-Manuel, follow Audra McDonald. I'm trying to think of other people who really, really, really have a good social media presence. The interaction is so great with their fans. So I highly, highly recommend getting a Twitter profile. Also Instagram, if you don't have one, try to make your Instagram handle, your Twitter handle, and your Facebook.com slash URL all the same. Michelle Dyer, NYC, every single one. Snapchat, get the same URL. Any social media thing that comes along musically, Anything that you are on right now, try to get the same handle as soon as it comes out because you want to keep your brand consistent across every single brand of social media. And I just, I just want to go back to like interacting with your fans and being grateful. And if you tweet a lot about, I had this really bad audition, this stinks, I hate this, I hate rejection. Think about what you're putting out there to the universe and think about what casting directors see Think about what agency. It does stink to be rejected sometimes, but you kind of can have those people that you vent to, like your mom, your dad, and maybe your brother. But you just don't want to put that negativity out there. And if you want to put some positive quotes, that's fine. You don't want to be fake. You really don't want to be fake. If you're having a bad day, you're having a bad day. We all have them. But I just think you need to create your brand. Think of Kim Kardashian. What do you think about when you think of Kim Kardashian? Do you think about complaining? Do you think about luxury? Do you think about family? What do you think about? And what are the terms that you want to create to your brand? So think about those things. You want to have a YouTube channel that's all yours. So that's some homework. I would love to hear what are the questions you have about things that you can do before you move to the city. What are some things that you do to bide your time? Oh my gosh, working out. I didn't even include that. Get in the best shape of your life. Some people that are on cruise ships absolutely love them because all they do all day is work out and do their shows and eat. <laughs> it's a great way to like hit the ground running. Oh my gosh, I didn't even mention survival jobs. Now, research different survival jobs that are out there. Survival jobs for actors. Obviously, I'm going to talk about that website because I created it. You want to create another stream of income other than your acting because you want to be so financially stable that you can choose to take any acting job that you want. 
you can take that reading that pays you absolutely nothing, but you want to meet new people. You can wait around in an audition all day and not have to show up at a restaurant job at 4.30. So you don't have to leave at 4.30 like the people who have to go to the restaurant jobs. You can wait there for eight hours a day and you will eventually get seen sometimes. That's how I got my equity card, by the way. Just waiting around, waiting around, waiting around. I got seen. I got to sing eight bars. And I eventually got called back, called back, called back, called back again. Worked for that theater. The second time I worked for that theater, they gave me my card. So you never know where the world's going to lead you. You never know what opportunities are out there. But do your research before you go. You won't feel like you're sitting around twiddling your thumbs. And you will hit the ground running the second you move to the city. Thank you so much. Let me know your questions. I would love to hear what else you want to hear about. All right, thanks. Bye.